hear my uh, background music I'll turn it up a little bit I don't want it to be louder than I am um, this is my first episode I'm recording um, you know just the intro into who I am um, what's the purpose behind this um, <laughs> honestly I'm still figuring it out and still finding it out I do know that I am on a journey of life Um, approaching 35 years of age and I feel like I have really just began to live the last, the last, um, what is it? It's almost the 10th month. So I'll say almost eight months, um, eight hmm, new beginnings. Um, so yeah, um, this year started off very dark for me and I didn't think I would be here. Um, so I'm grateful. So you will hear me talk about gratitude a lot. Um, you'll hear me talk about peace a lot. You're, you will hear me talk about, um, acceptance and acknowledgement, um, responsibility, growth, healing, authenticity. You will definitely hear me talk about that a lot. Um, but here goes, um, Yeah, so I'm going to tune down the music. All right, so it's just me and you talking. Um, Yeah, so I'll start off with a a scripture. (laughs) And no, this is not a Bible study necessarily. Um, I am a Christian. I was raised in the church. And by raised in the church, I mean I think that I was born on a pew and then baptized and cleaned off in the baptismal pool. Um, so I've been in church all my life. Um, so yeah, it's in me, you know, what's in you, it's going to come out. So Psalms 139, 14, I'll read the King James version first. It says, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. Okay. And then the God's word translation says, I will give thanks to you because I have been so amazingly and miraculously made. Your works are miraculous and my soul is fully aware of this. 
I really like that translation. I kind of try to stick with King James, just, you know, I like that version, but, you know, we can get into how that's been translated and translated and everything. And relationship. Um, this is, you'll hear me here say that word a lot as well, because relationship versus religion is what that kind of gets into. But anyway, back to the scripture. Again, that was Psalms 139.14. Um, you're like, what does that have to do with anything you know, um, it has everything to do with where I am right now. Um, I have had to tell myself, you know, um, you are fine just the way you are. That's not saying accepting and just being, oh, you're going to accept me as I am. No, it's being okay with my quirks and my, um, my oddities and my uniqueness and, um, you know, the feels that I feel, the emotions I feel, the ideas I think, the things I believe, the things I don't believe, the things that, you know, I support, the things I don't want to support and just overall being okay with me, um, being okay with myself is how I was able to see myself finally and able to then change things. Um, and, you know, that takes growth and that takes progress. And that's not a one size fits all thing. I am still growing. I am still in the progress. And, you know, um, if there was one word I hated last year, I hated, 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 hated it, hated it coming into this year. I was so tired of hearing it process. If I would have had a dollar for every time that someone told me to trust the process or be okay with the process or as part of the process, I was so sick of the process. I was like, I don't want to hear nothing about a process. Don't say nothing to me. Don't spell process. Like I'm tired. Like I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and my process and being tired of the process is what pushed me to the place I was at in January. I don't talk about it as a a means of, you know, garnering sympathy or empathy or pity or anything of that nature. Um, I talk about what I'm about to talk about from a place of authenticity. And my goal and my desire is that I can help someone see that they're not alone. Um, November, um, I guess it'll actually... The end part, the latter part, excuse me, of October of 2020 um, until probably the beginning of February of 2021, I was in a um, or experiencing rather a major uh, clinically depressive episode. I uh, my serotonin levels were low. Um, I it was just I couldn't shake feeling like things would wouldn't get better um you know I would get up each day and I'd be like this can't be it I cannot continue to live in this misery that I'm feeling like <laughs> it's got to get better and you know people say it and I had friends saying and I had family saying and you know just push through and it was like okay I hear y'all saying this and you know these are things I would even tell myself at times but y'all I don't feel it like I'm really not feeling the better. <laughs> I'm not feeling that it will ever get better. Um, I can remember, <clears throat> excuse me, I, um, I've i been in therapy going on three years, actually. Next month will be three years. Um, and it's one of the best decisions I ever made. I was scared for a while. Um, 
but that's another thing. Anyway, <laughs> my therapist, um, you know, um, I appreciate her being so attentive to me and taking notes and, you know, just, you know, not being concerned about, you know, uh, you're a patient, you're paying me, I'm here to do a job, but her actually being concerned with me and concerned for me beyond just being her patient. Um, so going back to January, I remember January 25th, I was, you know, texting her around that time. At that point, it's like I had to text her daily and it was several times a day. And a lot of my texting was, I, I don't feel better. I'm not going to make it. I don't know. I just can't. I don't want to do this anymore. It was a lot of that. Um, and, you know, she'd be checking on me like, are you OK? And it got to a point where I was like, I need to go to the hospital. I'm not trusting myself around myself. I'm not trusting myself with myself. And what I meant by that is that I was, I was tired of the pain. I was tired of the, the hurt. I was tired of the, you know, the feeling down and the feeling mopey and the feeling just hopeless. Um, I was tired of it all. I mean, you know, we were going through and still are, you know, the pandemic, but it was like, it was around the holidays and Christmas is my favorite holiday. It was my dad's favorite holiday. And, you know, Christmas was hard this year. Uh, Thanksgiving was hard last excuse me not this year don't speak that into existence Thanksgiving was hard last year uh, Christmas was hard last year Christmas was really 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 hard um, and um, January I was just like I'm, I'm done with it I don't want to do this anymore this hurts too much this hurts to try and even <laughs> give any effort um, to anymore I just I don't want to be here um, I hadn't the only thing I hadn't done, I'll say, is I had not picked out the exact pills I was going to overdose on. I had decided I was going to. Um, I had wrote a letter. Um, actually, I had wrote a few letters. Um, I was journaling because uh, I wanted to, you know, like even in me leaving, some part of me wanted to leave something that people could read about why I left and you know um, I've been a quiet person most of my life I can I consider myself an introvert um, but it's like you know I wanted people to know that I wasn't just quiet because I didn't have anything to say but instead that I was quiet because I was scared to say what I had to say because I had been so shunned for so much and so I just remained quiet because I got tired of feeling like the outcast I got tired of feeling like, you know, the one that was something, there was something always wrong with me. I got tired of feeling demonized. And so I just, you know, I was quiet. Now, me being quiet always also, excuse me, came from a place of me being very observant. But, you know, a lot of my quietness, it was very toxic. I was scared to talk. I was, I just didn't want to be misunderstood. I was tired of that. Um, especially with like, you know, having such good intentions and so many things and those things being the things I was misunderstood in and it being like, I gave this my all and you just don't understand. And so it's just like, you know, it became like, I became super nonchalant about stuff, um, years ago. Um, but this trickled back into, you know, I'm leaving here and I'll give them a final explanation. A lot of people didn't know what was going on with me. Um, very close friends to me whom I call my lifesavers. Um, they knew, but they didn't know the full, you know, extent of things. Um, even to me saying I wanted to go to the hospital, like I knew that they knew that, you know, things were getting really dark <laughs> 
for me, but I don't think they understood. Like I said, and you know, first time I said it aloud, like I was, I just hadn't decided on which pill. I had researched which pills. I just hadn't decided on what pill um, that I just wanted to do because I just wanted to sleep away. I didn't want to harm myself and, you know, or physically harm myself or do any kind of injury like that. I didn't want it to be a messy cleanup or a situation for anyone. And it's kind of probably, you know, morbid to hear this, but this is my truth. And I hope that, you know, someone who hears this understands that, you know, I'm not saying this to, you know, glorify or magnify you know suicide or the um the attempts or anything like that or even you know try to minimize it I'm just saying if you need help get help um I needed help um I spoke with my therapist about it um and I was like I think I need some medicine because this isn't getting better by myself I can't shake this and usually I'm able to you know shake things even if I'm upset after a while I can kind of shake it off I was trying and I I couldn't. Um, And what she said was she had been taking notes and she was actually going to suggest that to me at one of our next calls. Um, She just didn't want to feel like, you know, she had pressured me to do it. Um, So I told my therapist that I was going to reach out to a um, psychiatrist. Um, I told some of my close friends I was going to and I reached out and they told me the soonest appointment someone could get me was like a week away and a week felt like an eternity um but everybody else was like you know months away so I was like God please help me to make it through this week because in my mind it was if I don't make it through this week then I know I'm not making it to my birthday um in my mind I was already like I'm not gonna see 34 um I wish I wanted to I wanted to see beyond that but I'm not going to um I started taking medicine. Um, I started taking, well, I went to see a psychiatrist. um, And, you know, I had to get on the scale again. Um, I was losing weight drastically. um, And I wasn't, I wasn't even paying any attention to it. Um, Those around me noticed it. Um, but I was just like, you know, it's wintertime. We were, I wear baggier clothes in the winter anyway, you know, comfy clothes. But um, I had literally almost lost 60 pounds and counting um, unintentionally. Um, what I now realize I had done is that I had un- unintentionally um, combined a keto diet with extreme intermittent fasting so I was probably only eating like once a day um, or I was drinking some coffee in the morning maybe and then I'd eat something else later in the day um, it wasn't like really bready it wasn't fried so it's like you know the thing was like, oh you're eating better but I was just eating just to say that you know I saw with my eyes that I ate something um and I didn't even realize that it wasn't like a conscious thing it was just like you know you gotta eat so eat something so I did um I lost weight um and I was telling the doctor you know how much weight I had lost and they were like okay we're gonna have to monitor your weight and I was like oh my gosh like you know um I remember I got on the medicine and a few days later I had to go do someone's makeup and I almost passed out now, I'm not sure if it's the fact that I hadn't stood up for that long in a while. I'm not sure if it's the new medicine that was in my system. I'm not sure because I'm not sure if it was because of the occasion of the event I was doing makeup for and it just triggered me. I don't know, but I just know that I had to sit down 
um, because I literally almost passed out. Um, I'm thankful for those clients that were so sweet to me and even prayed for me. Um, and I continued the work, you know, and finished my um uh, my makeup applications that I was hired to do, I apologize because I, if you know me and if you know about business, I try my best to put my best effort forth um, with my business. I have a very strong business acumen. I'm very serious about business. I have um, had a makeup business going on nine years. And, you know, I just, in my mind, I like to treat business very professionally. Um, and I like to treat others the way I would like to be treated. Um, have I dotted every I and crossed every T? No. Have I learned? Yes, a whole lot. Still learning. Um, and you know, even though I'm not doing makeup as much now from a hands-on perspective, um, mostly because of the pandemic. Um, but you know, in some ways or others, I still am doing it. Um, but I've, I've learned through the years, you know, just to be professional in that. Um, so coming back um I I almost passed out and I was like God is medicine even going to work with my system and I was like you know all I kept hearing was okay it can take you know your anxiety medicine will kick out kick in working quicker the actual um antidepressants they can take a few weeks and I was just like I don't have weeks I don't have weeks so I really had to like you know lean on the strength of others and you know this was people calling me this was my mom being like "Uh -uh, I need to see you in person um and I appreciate them for that. Um, I appreciate everyone who checked on me. Um, even those that didn't know, you know, I, I I went through where I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel bad because I didn't let everyone know. But then, you know, when I was in that state, it's like, my mindset was the less people know, the better. Um, and they'll just find out once I'm gone. Um, I've never been in a place like that. I never want to go back to a place like that. But um, I hope if someone's listening to this and you have experienced that, that you know that you're not alone, that you can survive. Um, I'm a survivor um, and it's a daily thing. I still take my medicine um, more so, you know, my uh, antidepressant daily, my anxiety pill when needed. Um, And I am not addicted to the medication. Um, I take my antidepressant because it's a daily thing. My anxiety pill is to take as needed. And rather than just pop an anxiety pill, I actually have other things that I will do first. Like I'm like, you know, maybe do I need to just, you know, sit down on the patio? Do I need to just chill and just look at nature and like, you know, enjoy a cool breeze? Um, do I need to be around people? Do I need to sit and read? Do I need to paint? Um, maybe I'll create something. Maybe I'll write something like I had to learn um, different coping, you know, tools other than what I was familiar with and being familiar with uh, things such as retreating and, you know, cutting myself off and not talking to people and silencing myself. Those things were not healthy. Um, I was so used to them, but they were so unhealthy for me. So I had to change. And like I said, that began when I really started, you know, look at myself and not look at myself as a mistake, as a flaw, as an error. But to look at me going back to that scripture of, you know, hey, um, fearfully and wonderfully made and my soul knows it. So I had to reach inside my soul and pull that out um, and pull back life and, you know, live again. Um, I made it to my 34th birthday. Ooh, bless the Lord. Um, I made it to my 34th birthday, February 10th. Um, and I was just, I don't know, something, I, I woke up different that day. 
Um, I went to breakfast with my mom. Um, you know, it was it was a quiet day, but I felt celebrated. I felt loved. Um, my problems didn't feel bigger than me um, for once. And I was so thankful for that. Um, out of that, <laughs> that that horrible time that I went through and, you know, out of that, uh, that ordeal and that, you know, that place I was in a book, a book was birthed. <laughs> I was able to self-publish my first, um, my first self-published book, excuse me. Um, cause I was published when I was in fifth grade for a poem with Onslow County schools. I don't know what happened to that book. Um, yeah. So I was first published when I was like 10. Um, looking back, it was also a poem then, uh, this time around, it was a book of poetry, um, and it was poetry that was based um, or birthed from the process I had been in, um, the hurt, the pain, the honesty, the the hope um, that I hope to regain one day. And so that book really just wrote itself. Um, it was like a compilation of poems. Um and it wrote itself. And, you know, I hadn't told many people I was releasing it because um, I was like, am I really going to do this? Like, you know, um, I want to do it by this date. Do I have enough time? Um, even the coach that I work with, shout out to Monique Toussaint. Um, great coach. Um, appreciate the help. Um, I was like, am I going to have enough time? Because, you know, I wanted to release it by a certain day. I learned so much in the process and, you know, I like being a little hands on because I like know the like to know, excuse me, the inner workings of things, not to be a busybody, but I at least want to have some kind of clue or context what's going on with my business, um, which is another music reason why I went to aesthetic school. That's another story. But because makeup was more than just putting on makeup, it was about the skin. So I wanted to know everything. I wanted to know more rather. Um, but again, back to my book, it was a learning experience. Um, if you're not very hands on and if you want to kind of just write something and just hand it off, self-publishing might not be the way you want to go. Just being honest, um, find you a publisher. Um, they'll probably work with you and find your editor. And, you know, you'll just have to push out your investment. Um, I don't exactly know how it goes, because like I said, I did a, um, you know, self-publishing and with the coach and kind of found my way along the way, um, according to Monique's guidance. Um, but April 1st of this year, I released my first book. It is on Amazon. It's called Broken Crayons Still Color, But What Made Them Break? Um, it's like I said, a book, you know, compilation of poetry. Um, it just kind of, you know, it's honest. If I can say anything about the book, it's honest. Um, my pain wrote it out. My hurt wrote it out. Um, my my despair wrote it out. My 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 hope for hope wrote it out. You know, the I think it's like the rawest parts of me wrote that book. And um, I have been so blessed that, you know, I've received feedback from people saying, you put into words exactly how I felt at this point in my life, or, you know, you made me see that I'm not alone in this. And, you know, writing the book, it's like, you know, money made off of it was, you know, an added blessing, but I needed to get it out. And I needed to get it out bad. And so I, I, I got it out um, through the form of a book. Um, even looking back sometime, I'm like, I'm a whole author, like a self-published author. Um, the book led to me um, 
you know, I would say some quote to things. And one of my friends, Janae, hi, boo. Um, she was like, you know, Shatar, you you got a book coming out. Um, you're saying these things. People need to hear them. That's what led me to starting my Instagram page at Tara Talks 2021. Um, feel free to follow me. Um, I post encouraging things. I post, uh, you know, thoughts that I have, affirmations that, you know, I make and I state and I uh, declare over myself. I just, you know, it's just a a place of encouragement and a place of realness. Um, Right now for the month of September, every day I, um, I wrote an affirmation and I've shared it on my personal pages. I've shared it on Facebook, but I made a goal of it being, you know, September was going to be the month of affirmations for me. And I, I don't just say things to be like, Oh, this will sound good. Let me post this for the day. But anything I share is something that I tell myself that I'm telling myself that I've told myself, because I want you again to understand authenticity. And then also because my goal is to always help someone see like, hey, you're not alone. Like, you know, we're all going through a lot. We're in this together. If we can encourage each other, let's encourage each other. So um, the book came out of that. <laughs> it's on Amazon. You can look up by my name, Shatara McDougald. Um, to purchase it if you haven't um i appreciate you in advance if you do purchase it thank you so much um if you follow me on instagram thank you as well um if you haven't yet feel free to follow me um yeah so um in writing the book it started me on this new journey um a journey of release a journey of life a journey of living life and not just existing in it i um i I became alive again Um, I made some moves um, in many different ways. I set some boundaries. I let some things go. I stopped being fearful about some things. I sought the truth in some things. I just, I just, I, I was like, you know what? I do not know how long I am here, but as long as I am here, I am going to be grateful for and live this life. And that's where I've been. And that's where I am. I am grateful you will if you see my postings most time you'll see like you know the emojis of a heart an anchor and a butterfly it stands for being healed being anchored and being free and that's how I feel in this season of my life um you know focusing and refocusing um learning and relearning and learning more um letting go forgiving um I I, mm. Now, depending on who you ask, um, I was a master of holding grudges. Um, and you may not be able to tell I'm holding a grudge against you. You may just think, oh, Shatara likes me or she doesn't. Because I'm pretty, uh, I'm a pretty black and white person. I'm not very gray zoned, meaning either I do or I don't. Um, with It's either I like you or I don't. Or, you know, just I put things in one area or the other. Um The gray area not being so bad is also something that I'm learning. Um, But so I, um, I just this this new journey of letting go and forgiving and realizing, you know, for once when people say, you know, you don't forgive for the other person or the other people. Um, you know, holding that in is like drinking poison and, and expecting the other person to be hurt or to die from it. You're killing yourself. And I didn't want to do that or have thoughts of that literally anymore, um, emotionally, spiritually, um, mentally, um, financially. Like I wanted to live. 
Um, and that's where I am. And that's how this podcast comes. Um, I used to tell people I can't stand my voice. Like it just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Um, but here's my voice. Um, and I am learning that, you know, I can write out my thoughts, but I can also speak my thoughts that I am okay, that I will be okay, that, you know, my voice matters, that my voice is important and someone needs to hear my voice, even if that's me hearing my voice and being confident in what I hear. So that's my first episode. I can't believe it's almost been 30 minutes, um, but it has. This is Shatara McDougald. Um, if I didn't say my name to begin with, um, North Carolina born and bred, um, Southern Belle. Um, <laughs> I enjoy cooking um, when I want to. I enjoy cooking for my family, my loved ones. Um, I appreciate real friendship and I have some of the best friends and people in the world. Whether we talk every day or not, they know who they are and they know we will rock forever. Um, I, um, I'm, I'm so grateful and I'm so appreciative and I'm not scared anymore. I'm on the journey. And even though I don't know what may come with each day, I still wake up each day with a determination to make the best of it. Um, and so that's what I plan to do. And, (laughs) That's how I, you know, hope that I influence you. If I influence you in any way, it's to live, to live fully, to live authentically, to live unapologetically, to be yourself, to love yourself um, and to live life, live life, please. Um, So, yeah, um, it's been almost 30 minutes. Like I said, I was like, you know, I'm probably just going to record this for a few minutes, but I'll be talking about different topics. I'm very random. Who knows what you might hear me talk about, but I appreciate you listening. Um, Subscribe, (laughs) follow all that stuff. Um, I want to hear from you. Send me an email, send me a message. You know, if you know me on Facebook or any of the socials, feel free to reach out to me. If you want to send me an email, um, feel free to send me an email to smmcdougald. So that's smmcdougald2020 at gmail.com. I will probably have another address for you soon um, that is totally dedicated to the podcast. But thank you for listening. Thank you for Thank you for being there. Thank you for lending me your time. And I hope that this won't be the last time I talk to you. But this is the first episode. (laughs) I did it. Um, And here we are. Welcome to the Is This Thing On? Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed what you heard or you were moved to thought on something new. If you want to know about me, interact with me or suggest topics of discussion, Follow me on Instagram at Tara Talks 2021. See you next episode.